Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's cast, Intercompany Training Network Building. Here we go. We just got back from some training we did with a fairly large organization. We asked people to raise their hands, so we know this to be true. I guess 75% of the folks in the room didn't know 75% of the other folks in the room, right? So right. A, so a large number of folks didn't know anybody, and folks showed up, and they didn't even <laughs> introduce themselves to one another. It was, it was really kind yeah. of fascinating. Sort of a bunch of islands. It was archipelago training, as a friend of mine once said, you know? Bunch of islands floating around together, not touching. Yeah, and unfortunately, many of these same folks five years from now will complain to each other that they don't have the network they need, that they don't know folks who can help them solve a particular problem or get them introduced to, to somebody who can solve a particular problem. And yeah. they had an opportunity to introduce themselves to one another, and they didn't take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, you know, and the thing is, look, we're always getting asked how to grow one's professional network. Um, and everybody's always talking about how busy they are. But look, we, we, and we know how busy everybody is. And the answer is, is, is pretty simple, really, which is we, we've got to start combining the growth and strengthening of our networks with other activities we engage in or are responsible for. The sense we get, based on the question is, um, you know, when do I make time to do the network thing, right? Everyone thinks that somehow we're supposed to work and then separately go to some networking event, right? Where, where our networks will all get together and sort of build themselves. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. Well, it's, it's certainly true that the fact that there are such things that build themselves as networking events, um, a lot of times are sponsored by Chambers of Commerce. Um, because there are things like that, it makes it easy to think that's how networks are built. And for a lot of us, that's most true. For the folks who, you know, we think that they're important because there are such things. And th that's felt by people who don't go because they don't want to do network building. Yeah. And I hate those things, frankly. Yeah, they're, they're creepy. Yeah. I've been. They're yeah. totally creepy. They're a little yeah. creepy. Um, but look, we have a simple cast, very simple, very fast cast, I think, uh, this week. Uh, a simple way to add to your network building tools. We have four recommendations. We're going to start with the busy networkers principle, which is you build your network by introducing yourself. It's no harder than that. You literally just stick out your hand. Number two, when you go to company training, when the company brings you in, your goal is to meet three new people at the company three associates of yours, you leave with uh, some form of connection, uh, however brief, with, with three people whom you work with. The step three is the manager tools recommendation for building your network, which is follow up and stay in touch with those people. It's not hard. And if you only have a couple hundred people in your network, it doesn't happen that often. It's not, it's not only not complex, there's not a lot to do. And then point four is we have something called the mothership rule. And it's, it's as simple as if you don't work at corporate headquarters and you have to go to corporate headquarters, something called returning to the mothership Mothership for those at big companies. Then we recommend the goal is not three, but five associates because your need for people at corporate, um, your need for friends and your need for 
people in your network at, at corporate is even stronger if you're not at corporate. And so that's why we say when you go to the, the ship, shoot for five rather than just three. Great. Now, folks, we, we promise we're not going to drag this out. We're going to get to our, our key points pretty quickly here. But we do have to remind folks about the underlying driver of this podcast's recommendations. That leads us to the busy networkers principle, which is build your network simply by introducing yourself. Yeah. Remember what we said in our first cast about building your network, right? You don't have to be a, quote, networker, unquote. You mean you mean I don't have to schmooze with people? No. You don't have to go to bars. I mean, you can go to bars. Bars are fine, right? Yeah, and if I go, I don't, I don't have to buy everybody drinks, right? Because I'm kind of cheap, No, actually. you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'll go with you and I'll do it. And they'll like me. Uh, but no, you don't have to go to bars. You don't have to schmooze. You don't have to buy drinks. You don't even have to like people, frankly. All you have to do is get in the habit of introducing yourself to other pe- other people, and then once you meet them, stay in touch with them periodically. And you know, every time I do that, I, I, I've gotten in the habit when I do this, when we're doing training or we get a question around this at a client site or at a conference, I say, "Would you like to know how to build your network?" And it's amazing. You know, I, I kind of mean it as a joke, but, but I, you know, would you like to know? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please tell us, please tell us, please tell us. And it's pretty clear they probably haven't listened to the podcast that we did four or five years ago, but it's as simple as sticking out your hand and saying, hi, and saying your name. Hi, I'm Mark Horseman. Nice to meet you. The insight that is so simple, and I know for many is a stumbling block and is so important to connect the network building with the training events you have to attend or other uh, corporate events that you have to go to is introduce yourself to other people when you come in contact with them. Rather than being an archipelago, a, a bunch of floating islands in a session where you see other people, you make eye contact, but then look away and you and the other person both know that you don't know each other. You simply walk up to people, stick out your hand and say hi and say your name. And look, if you think for just a moment, hey, I've got to reach out to other people to get them in my network, if you ask when that might happen, it really boils down to when will I meet others that I might want to have in my network? And, you know, that that happens most often often at a corporate headquarter event, a training, um, those kinds of things. When you're around other people in your company, people you don't necessarily work with all the time, it's that simple. And it means sticking out your hand and saying your name and um, and, and having a brief conversation and staying in touch. It's that simple. Yeah. And one thing that we found is if you go to these things without a goal, right, without some kind of objective around building your network, you often don't do it. And and so we suggest that at company trainings, you set a goal of meeting three associates. Yeah, look, it's simple. Yeah, it's like, you just let's take advantage of being put in the same room or same hotel with other people in our firm, rather than thinking about where networking might happen, you know, and thinking it's not where I am. Let's ask ourselves, if I want to know more people a month from now than I do today, what can I do now to add more people to the network I've got? Don't you think that training events are like the perfect opportunity for the vast majority of us to expand our networks? For the majority of us, you know, and and I've been there sometimes, we're not completely fully engaged by the training or this other event that we have to go to when we leave our work. You better not be talking about when we're delivering the training. Not when we are, but, but yeah. on events other than <laughs> right? You know, like, you, you know, the kind of the company-wide training on HR stuff, like harassment or pay or benefits or 
it's, you know, operational training about new products or systems or tactical training, like how to do our jobs better. You know, a lot of time, most of us aren't just, they're just not fully engaged in the training when we're around it. So, you know, think about it. We're not fully engaged. We're surrounded by people we don't normally interact with. Really? I mean, seriously, could you possibly imagine a better chance to build our networks than that? Yeah. It's, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's a perfect way of, you know, okay, I've got to build my network and here I am around other people and I'm thinking about it. And all you have to do is think about, I'm going to meet one person during the next break. And there's some, some people who are listening going, I don't know if I can do that. You know, they're, they're uncomfortable with it and that's fine. But that discomfort is, um, it's going to hurt you in the long run. It really is. And so we're recommending that you're going to bump into people. You're going to, by definition, be forced to engage in role plays with them or sit next to them or maybe introduce yourself to the whole group, in which case it'll be a little bit easier to pick somebody out who has something, a similar background to you or whatever. But boils down to, look, you're at a company training, you're at an award ceremony, you're at a planning session, you're at a product announcement with other people at your firm. And most of these folks at this event, we probably wouldn't get to meet in another way unless we ran into them at the training. So all we have to do is stick out our hand and say, hi, Mark Horseman, nice to meet you. Or hi, we have met. I'm Mark Horseman. Pleasure to meet you. It's that simple. And of course, the, the joke is amazing. Whenever I call somebody up to, to role play with me, I always say, hi, Mark Horseman, nice to meet you. And they say, hi, nice to meet you. And I always kind of look at them like, this is the part where you say your name. <laughs> and then everybody laughs. Everybody has a good laugh. Um, but but you'd be amazed. Well, no, you wouldn't be amazed. But a lot of you listening would be amazed how many people you introduce yourself. Hi, Mark Horseman, or hi, insert your name here. And the other person says, oh, it's nice to meet you. And please don't do that to folks who introduce them, so, themselves to you. When other people say their name, you're obligated to give them your name back. Right. Simple as that. It doesn't have to be really complicated. You don't have to go create these moments, right? You're standing in line for lunch and somebody turns around, they're they're looking around, they catch your eye for a brief moment, and you simply take that time to stick out your hand and introduce yourself, right? Or you're sitting in a group, you're milling around, waiting for the training to start, and you bump into somebody, they look at you, you look at them, and you introduce yourself. You don't have to create the moments. They're there. You just have to take it. Yeah. You just have to take advantage of them. Yeah, you just chat for a minute, you're right? You, you do your introduction, you chat for a minute, it's nothing important. Maybe it's about the training, maybe it's about how lunch was, maybe it's about what everybody's plans are for dinner. It's never very important what the initial conversation is about. What's important is we see that other person's face, they see ours, and afterwards we can say we met each other in part because we know each other's names. It, it really is that simple. Yeah, and it dawns on me a little bit that you think we should have made this a career tools cast or you think there's a reason why we should be talking to it. Yeah, okay. So look, there's two reasons why this is a manager tools cast. First, managers have even more need for a robust network in their company than a typical individual contributor. Now, look, this may be one of those casts that we put into career tools feed as a bonus because it has a lot of value for career, right? But look, as a manager, we have to reach across the organization more often than our individual contributors do. We have to ask others who are not in our chain of command or not in our business unit for help. We have to talk to corporate or HR or finance or travel or payables for our team rather than them doing it directly. And the more people we know elsewhere in the organization, the easier it'll be for us to reach out to them to ask for help. The other thing, though, and this is why this is the real key, in my opinion, is we managers must have robust networks and, frankly, network building skills 
when we become executives, or we're going to start at a serious disadvantage. People have told me before, uh, several people have mentioned to me, you know, they're surprised how successful sales and marketing people are at the top of organizations. And, and they, they're like, you know, nobody really knows them before. You know, they're a sales manager, they're a salesman or whatever, and nobody really knows them terribly well. They work on their own. They don't have a strong internal network, you know, and yet they do well at the top. Well, the reason is because they have great network building skills because they're really good at introducing themselves. They're really good at making connections. They're really good at making friends and they catch up very, very quickly. If you don't have a strong network and then you don't have good network building skills, you're at a significant disadvantage when you become an executive. You've got to be able to work well with other people. You've got to be able to form relationships. You've got to be able to ask for favors and give favors and exchange favors in order to be effective. As, as I think we've said before on, on air many times, what we as managers or individual contributors, when we look up and what we see as politics, senior people call collaboration. Uh, it's not politics to them. Oh, they might call it politics. They just see it as part of their job because executives can't get things done all by themselves. The executives who have good network building skills and strong networks do better. And so as a manager, you've got to start building your network now and you've got to be good at introducing yourself and the starting of network building. You've got to be good at it for when you become an executive. Otherwise, trying to learn while you're trying to do it executive level stuff when in fact you probably haven't been doing it as much as most of us believe we have, um, it, you're at a disadvantage, no question about it. Right. Well, for for those of you who are familiar with the DISC model, you'll understand my next statement, but I'll say it's easy for you. You're a high eye. You like that kind of stuff, right? I mean, what's, <laughs> what's in it for the rest of us guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, look, okay. So look for high D's, uh, you're going to want to know other people because they're going to be more willing to do stuff for you. If they've met you first, all you're doing is lowering the bar to get people who don't work for you to actually do stuff for you. Okay. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, and for the high eyes, that's pretty easy. If you do this, more people will like you and tell other people how nice and, and how successful you are. So you're going to look good if you have a better network. There'll be more people who are in your, uh, in your aura of, you know, that, that are encompassed by your aura of wonderfulness. So <laughs> highs are like, wow, that's great. <laughs> I'm cool. digging that. Right. Yeah. Cool. For you high S's, look, the more folks you know elsewhere in the organization, the more you'll be able to help your team when they have to reach out across that organization. You'll be perceived by your directs as a better boss if you have a better network, right? And for the high Cs, this is a funny one. I mean, it works well for high Cs as well. You're going to be able to check with these new friends and associates. You'll be able to be certain about what you're doing. You're going to be able to get more information to help you get more data to feel better about what you're doing. Uh, you're gonna, And you're going to know more. You're going to have more facts and data about your organization and about projects and operations. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. And since it's such a great opportunity, we, we have to attend these kind of events with a clear intent of how we're going to benefit from them, right? And I said it earlier, the way to do that is set a goal for the number of folks we're going to meet while we're there. Based on what you and I have seen in terms of events and what we've seen in terms of managers making this happen, you know, setting a goal of three new contacts in your network is pretty achievable for most folks, right? Let's say it's a one-day event, in and out. That translates to one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and one at dinner. Simple. 
Right. If it's day and a half, right? If you come in the night before, then you meet one person the night before. You meet one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and you may be traveling back home uh, that e- that evening. Right. It's literally that easy. You break it down into into portions of time and just meet somebody, meet one person at a time in each of the three breakdowns you have, and you're there. It's not hard at all. Good. Then, of course, meeting folks, right, and introducing yourself is not enough. Once we've met these folks, we've got to stay in touch with them. And I suspect here we're going to hear something about the famous Mark Horseman control shift K thing, right? Yeah, why not? Look, let's make it easy for people. The high C's love that stuff, right? Oh gosh, can I can I reduce my network to a series of keystrokes? And there the answer is yes, there you can. Go. Yeah, look, what you got to do is you meet somebody, you got to capture their contact information into Outlook, into your BlackBerry, into your smartphone, right? And then we create the famous Outlook. You know, we create a task in Outlook. Control Shift K creates a task in Outlook. It's going to be funny when they change that. Uh, and and the task says stay in touch with, and then fill in the new person's name, right? And then we while while the task dialog box is still open, we hit Control G, which is uh, a recurrence. It makes that task a recurring task. Set it for every three to four months. If you're just starting, make it four months, right? And that's it. Every three to four months, you're going to get a reminder from Outlook that says stay in touch with Bob or Terry or Jane. Yeah, and it's and it's easy. Even if you don't like talking to folks, right? Then just call it a time where you're going to get their voicemail and leave them a voicemail. Yeah, again, high C's love that, right? Or send an email. You just send an email. Hey, good meeting you a couple months ago at the training session. Hope things are going well. Heard it was snowing in New York. Hope you stay warm. Take care, Mark. Cheers. That's it. It's one, two, three sentences at the most. It's it's a 30-second voicemail. Hey, I'm coming to uh, New York next week. Just thought I'd say, hey, hope things are going well. Um, I think you'll be at the event. We've got to have a drink. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Many people appreciate the fact that you can actually build your network and never talk to anybody. Yeah. But other than that initial introduction, you got to do that. Come on. You, yeah. You know. Yeah, we can't make it so easy, right? We can't make it completely right. devoid of human contact. It's not the ultimate high C task, I guess. Let's talk about the mothership rule because that's a little bit different. And the mothership rule, of course, being meet five associates. When does the mothership rule apply and why is it different? Yeah, look, all we're saying is our guidance is a little bit different. If you're somebody who works in a location away from headquarters and the event you're going to is at headquarters, okay? Maybe it's an annual planning session. Maybe it's an award ceremony. Maybe it's a nationwide get-together for top performers. The point is, when you're at headquarters, it's a more target-rich environment, and you have a greater chance of meeting other managers and executives who can help you or your team or your part of the organization in the future. When you're at the mothership, as the saying goes, if it's not where you normally work, set the goal of meeting five associates rather than just three. Okay. And by the way, when we say associates, we don't mean what your company calls the lowest level employee. We just mean other professionals who work at the company where you work. You know, we know that five is harder than three, so it'll be a little bit harder for you. But headquarters connections totally pay off more and they pay off more often than other kinds of connections. And frankly, because they are all connected a little bit better if they're at headquarters, it's easier to extend your network with more people at headquarters um, because you need no fewer to be connected to people, one one uh, connection removed in the Kevin Bacon test. And so if you know five people at headquarters rather than three at a division office or out in the field or so on, that's really, really powerful. And the best way to do that, of course, is when you're at headquarters itself. 
Yeah. If you're one of those who tend to complain about those folks at headquarters, well, here's an opportunity to start having some influence. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that get the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease and the people who know somebody, well, you know, let, let me call somebody. I'll, I'll, you know, uh, I'll take care of it for you. And you do that. And then somebody says, well, I can't believe they, they play favorites. Well, folks, if you, if it frustrates you that other people play favorites and the people who have friends in these places get things done, you're going to be frustrated for a long, long, long time. That is just the way organizations work. Yep. Wow. So that, that was, that was quick. Yeah. It's simple. Look, and wrapping up, folks, again, you don't have to do networking. You don't have to be a networker. You don't have to schmooze. All you have to do is start and keep the habit of sticking out your hand and introducing yourself to other people and then following up with them, right? Regular follow-up, and they'll think, man, this guy's great. He stays in touch with me. A key time to do that is when you go to training and other meetings or events uh, that your company or organization asks you to go to or that they sponsor. If you're not a headquarters employee, you've got to do so even more. Say hello, stay in touch. And when you need something from a favor for a customer or you know uh, an invoice expedited or a pay problem examined, you'll be asking a friend and things will go more easily. So um, build your network by introducing yourself, meet three associates when you go to training, follow up and stay in touch with them. And if you're going to the mothership, raise that to five, because that's even more valuable. Excellent. All right, my friend. Thanks, partner. We'll see you next week. So long. That's it, everyone. Short and sweet. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you back here again next week. So long.